Chapter Twenty Three of Glinda of Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. Glinda of Oz by L. Frank Baum. Chapter Twenty Three The Magic Words. Many interesting things were to be seen in the Room of Magic, including much that had been stolen from the adepts when they were transformed to fishes, but they had to admit that Coo-ee-oh had a rare genius for mechanics, and had used her knowledge in inventing a lot of mechanical apparatus that ordinary witches, wizards, and sorcerers could not understand. They all carefully inspected this room, taking care to examine every article they came across. The island, said Glinda thoughtfully, rests on a base of solid marble. When it is submerged as it is now, the base of the island is upon the bottom of the lake. What puzzles me is how such a great weight can be lifted and suspended in the water, even by magic. I now remember, returned Auja, that one of the arts we taught coo was the way to expand steel and I think that explains how the island is raised and lowered. I noticed in the basement a big steel pillar that passed through the floor and extended upward to this palace. Perhaps the end of it is concealed in this very room. If the lower end of the steel pillar is firmly embedded in the bottom of the lake, coo could utter a magic word that would make the pillar expand, and so lift the entire island to the level of the water." "'I've found the end of the steel pillar. It's just here,' announced the wizard, pointing to one side of the room where a great basin of polished steel seemed to have been set upon the floor. They all gathered around, and Ozma said, "'Yes, I am quite sure that it is the upper end of the pillar that supports the island. I noticed it when I first came here. It has been hollowed out, you see, and something has been burned in the basin, for the fire has left its marks. I wondered what was under the great basin, and got several of the skeezers to come up here and try to lift it for me. They were strong men, but could not move it at all. "'It seems to me,' said Auda, the adept, "'that we have discovered the manner in which coo raised the island. She would burn some sort of magic powder in the basin, utter the magic word, and the pillar would lengthen out and lift the island with it. "'What's this?' asked Dorothy, who had been searching around with the others, and now noticed a slight hollow in the wall, near to where the steel basin stood. As she spoke, Dorothy pushed her thumb into the hollow, and instantly a small drawer popped out from the wall. The three adepts, Glinda and the wizard, sprang forward and peered into the drawer. It was half filled with a grayish powder, the tiny grains of which constantly moved as if impelled by some living force. "'It may be some kind of radium,' said the wizard. "'No,' replied Glinda. "'It is more wonderful than even radium, for I recognize it as a rare mineral powder called Gaulau by the sorcerers. I wonder how coo discovered it and where she obtained it.' 
"'There is no doubt,' said Auja the adept, "'that this is the magic powder coo burned in the basin. "'If only we knew the magic word, "'I am quite sure we could raise the island.' "'How can we discover the magic word?' "'asked Ozma, turning to Glinda as she spoke. "'That we must now seriously consider.' answered the sorceress. So all of them sat down in the room of magic and began to think. It was so still that after a while Dorothy grew nervous. The little girl never could keep silent for long. And at the risk of displeasing her magic-working friends, she suddenly said, "'Well, coo used just three magic words, one to make the bridge work, and one to make the submarines go out of their holes, and one to raise and lower the island. Three words. And coo name is made up of just three words. One is coo, one is e, and one is o. The wizard frowned, but Glinda looked wonderingly at the young girl, and Ozma cried out, A good thought, Dorothy, dear. You may have solved our problem. I believe it is worth a trial, agreed Glinda. It would be quite natural for coo to divide her name into three magic syllables, and Dorothy's suggestion seems like an inspiration. The three adepts also approved the trial, but the brown-haired one said, "'We must be careful not to use the wrong word and send the bridge out under water. The main thing, if Dorothy's idea is correct, is to hit upon the one word that moves the island.' "'Let us experiment.' suggested the wizard. In the drawer with the moving grey powder was a tiny golden cup, which they thought was used for measuring. Glinda filled this cup with the powder and carefully poured it into the shallow basin, which was the top of the great steel pillar supporting the island. Then Aura, the adept, lighted a taper and touched it to the powder, which instantly glowed fiery red and tumbled about the basin with astonishing energy. While the grains of powder still glowed red, the sorceress bent over it and said in a voice of command, "Coo." They waited motionless to see what would happen. There was a grating noise and a whirl of machinery, but the island did not move a particle. Dorothy rushed to the window, which overlooked the glass side of the dome. "'The boats!' she exclaimed. "'The boats are all loose and sailing under water.' "'We've made a mistake,' said the wizard gloomily. "'But it's one which shows we are on the right track,' declared Auja the adept. "'We know now that coo used the syllables of her name for the magic words.' "'If coo sends out the boats, it is probable that e works the bridge,' suggested Ozma. "'So the last part of the name may raise the island.' "'Let us try that next, then,' proposed the wizard. He scraped the embers of the burned powder out of the basin, and Glinda again filled the golden cup from the drawer and placed it on top the steel pillar. Aura lighted it with her taper, and Ozma bent over the basin and murmured the long-drawn syllable, "'Oh!' Instantly the island trembled, and with a weird groaning noise it moved upward, slowly, very slowly, but with a steady motion, while all the company stood by in awed silence. 
It was a wonderful thing, even to those skilled in the arts of magic, wizardry, and sorcery, to realize that a single word could raise that great heavy island, with its immense glass dome. "'Why, we're way above the lake now!' exclaimed Dorothy from the window, when at last the island ceased to move. "'That is because we lowered the level of the water,' explained Glinda. They could hear the skeezers cheering lustily in the streets of the village as they realized that they were saved. "'Come,' said Ozma eagerly, "'let us go down and join the people.' "'Not just yet,' returned Glinda, a happy smile upon her lovely face, for she was overjoyed at their success. First, let us extend the bridge to the mainland, where our friends from the Emerald City are waiting.' It didn't take long to put more powder in the basin, light it, and utter the syllable E. The result was that a door in the basement opened and the steel bridge moved out, extended itself joint by joint, and finally rested its far end on the shore of the lake just in front of the encampment. "'Now,' said Glinda, "'we can go up and receive the congratulations of the skeezers and of our friends of the rescue expedition.' Across the water, on the shore of the lake, the patchwork girl was waving them a welcome. End of chapter 23 The Magic Words